The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Liz Gold and Jody Paydar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here are your hosts, Jody and Liz. Hey, Liz, are you ready? Oh, Jody, I'm so ready. Let's do this. And I think we also, we have something to celebrate, don't we? We do have something to celebrate. It's <laughs> a year anniversary for Let's Get Radical. Can you believe we've been on the air for a whole year? Oh my gosh. I actually can't believe it. We've talked to a lot of people, right? So that's four shows a month times 12. I don't know. You're the accountant. You do the math. 48 Five, guests. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. It, it is impressive, and um, it's certainly been a big variety of guests as well. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's a, it's a great opportunity to say thank you to all the guests that have been on our show up to this point, and, you know, our sponsors along the way. We could not be doing it without them, and, you know, I mean, we're going to see where, what happens in the future with Let's Get Radical. Absolutely, and it's kind of funny because um, we're going to be live in um, Las Vegas in two weeks, and we're going to be shaking it up a little bit because we're going to be um, talking to CPAs and um, wealth management people as opposed to our normal small business owners. So uh, now CPAs and wealth managers, a lot of them are small business owners as well. But we're doing a little bit of a, a different thing when we're going to be live at Engage. So that's pretty cool. I know we're going to be on for like eight hours, so it's going to be it's going to be pretty exciting. Plus, our producer will be there. Every, you know, we're going to be on the trade show floor. There's going to be a lot of activity, so it's going to be quite the experience, I think. So it's yeah, it's exciting. So um, Liz, <laughs> and it's sixteen hours because it's two straight days of eight hours. Did I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that we have a break in between called the night. So. <laughs> Like two, yes, two eight-hour days. So, yeah. It's, uh, so, yeah. So, Let's Get Radicals going some pretty good big places in the next year. And we're excited that y- you guys, our listeners, have been along for the ride. So, um, it definitely was uh, an adjustment or uh, a new medium for me to explore as far as um, podcasting or live radio. And uh, Liz has taken her voice as well because she was an old radio superstar. Well, I used to do, you know, music shows. So it's it's a lot different to um, do a podcast where you're interviewing somebody. But, you know, I my background is where I, I was a journalist. So I was used to interviewing people, but just not sort of like on the air. So, you know, it, it's it's out of the comfort zone for both of us, I think. 
but I think we I think we've done a good job. <laughs> yeah, and it's been definitely fun along the way. So, yes. um, so thank you, fans. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you, everyone, for being part of our journey. And we can't wait to see what's coming, both on live um, at events as well as what's going to take us through the next year. So, um, but we do have a guest today, Liz. I know he's an awesome guest and I've actually known Pete Peter for a long time. Um, I think it's probably seven years or so now. Um, We were actually uh, co-instructors together at the business learning Institute where Mm -hmm. Peter does a lot of speaking and teaching through, Um, but he's actually a CPA. So, um, but we won't hold it against him because he does a lot of cool stuff with communication. And I think all of us, small business owners, CPAs, um, and even our other listeners can learn a lot from communication. So, um, Peter's going to talk to us about how communication um, is really important and how to find your inner superhero. But a formal introduction for Peter includes um, that he partners with the Business Learning Institute And his firm, The Accidental Accountant, teaches CPAs and other business leaders how to apply the seven principles of improvisation to build respect, trust, and support with their colleagues and their clients. And he's also an author. Um, His book is called Improv is No Joke, Using Improvisation (laughs) to Create Positive Results in Leadership and Life. And without further ado, I'm going to introduce Peter Margaritas, who is a CPA and a pretty good friend. And um, let's get this party started. So, yes. <laughs> so, so, so welcome Peter, to the show, Peter. Get out of being a CPA and become a communicator. Oh, it's so easy. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, I, I greatly, I, I'm honored to be on your one year anniversary of your podcast. Congratulations! It's pretty exciting. Thank you. It's pretty exciting. We're happy you're here. I'm happy to be here. I am the accidental accountant, so I'm not your stereotypical CPA. Yeah, I want to hear. So what is the story behind the accidental accountant? But before, wait, wait, before you get to that, I have to ask, what came first, improv or accounting? Improv. Okay. Improv came first. Improv and stand-up comedy came, came first, and then the accounting came in after that. Okay, so how do you go from comedy and improv to accounting? Alcohol. Lots of <laughs> Okay. Um. <laughs> it's a coping mechanism. <laughs> so, so, do tell, so do tell more. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I, actually, I, I'm Greek, and since the age of 12, okay. I've worked in customer service. I went okay. to the restaurant, and, and I, I went to the University of Kentucky, got a bachelor's degree in business administration. After that, I worked in, worked in a restaurant, and then I became a, a banker, a lender. And our bank was um, bought by another bank, and my boss lost his job, and actually he said, why don't you go back to school like your dad wanted you and become a CPA? So I went to Case Western Reserve, got my master's degree in accountancy, um, earned the three letters behind my name, and went to work for Price Waterhouse. And how I got the, um, and actually I was doing tax accounting then, which I still, when I look back on it, I go, man, I, I can't believe I was doing that stuff. <laughs> um, and then I left public accounting and I went into industry. I went to work for Victoria's Secret Catalog. Mm. Uh, not as a model, but thanks, ladies. I appreciate <laughs> <Okay>. that. <Todd. laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think we thought you were going to be a model. That you must have been doing uh, something different. Maybe you know, uh, but I don't know. Maybe you could be a model there. I was doing financial modeling. <laughs> but, okay. Okay. Fair enough. Actually, it, it it came up in the, one of my performance reviews. My boss actually uttered these words to me: "How in the heck did you ever become a CPA?" Mm. CPAs can get, and she had like this inverted triangle with her, using her hands. She goes, CPAs can get down into that detail, down to that tip. I can only get you about halfway. She goes, you're an accidental accountant. Yeah. And I, I, said, <laughs> I said, thank you. That's the nicest thing you've said in a while to me. And um, I made up my, I told her I'm making my business name and I've actually trademarked it. Mm-hmm. But my comment back to her was, when you want something done in the building, who do you ask to go get it done? And she said, well, you, Pete, of course, because your cheeks are never in the seat. I'm like, no, no, that's not the reason why. I'm not just out there talking to people, goofing off. Um, I had to explain to her that outside the walls of finance and accounting, there's this huge stereotype about CPAs and accountants. Mm-hmm. And when, it's, when, a, when, yes. a, when a CFO or a CFO shows up to someone's office unannounced or even announced, there's a, there's a barrier, there's a defensive wall that goes up. And I networked my way around the building, so when I had to get information from people, they would see me as Pete, not, oh, the guy from accounting. Yeah. And, and I could gleam a lot of information out of people once I got a chance to get to know them on a personal level. So how did you know that early on? Because that seems to be, you know, that's, I, I think that's like a, was it a strategy you sort of knew that you needed to do, or was that just sort of your natural essence to go talk to people and make it easier for them to talk to the finance guy? Yeah, a little bit of both. Uh, yeah. I, didn't get, I didn't get into the profession until I was like 30 years old, so I'm like 37, 38 at the time uh, when uh, I was working for them. But, you know, working at Price Waterhouse, it, it, that saw, I saw the stereotype. Um, and I would ask around business owners or whatever, and I would get that same kind of response back. Uh, I always enjoy talking to people, and uh, but I use that that ability, uh, the communication ability, to also use it as a strategy in order to get things done a little quicker, a little bit more efficient, and you know, with, with less hesitation. Hmm. Hmm. And it seemed to has to have worked. I I would imagine. So so fast forward to today. You, the accidental accountant, is your firm, and so tell us exactly what you guys what you do. I work with CPAs uh, primarily. Okay. I do some. I have done some work with some sales teams out there, but primarily CPAs, as read in my bio, to help them earn respect, trust, and support with their colleagues and clients by using the seven principles of improvisation, because we're in a relationship business. Mm-hmm. I ask CPAs, what business are you in? And after they tell me tax, auditing, or whatever, I go, no. Those are all byproducts. We're in the people business, first and foremost, mm-hmm. because without people, nothing happens. And the more that we can build relationships, strong relationships with our clients, customers, peers, and colleagues, the more successful that we will be. And you know, we, we want to retain our best clients. We want to retain our, our best people. Uh, and, and the more that we build that relationship with them, the more that we build up that trust, respect, and support, uh, the likelihood that they're going to leave diminishes. Right, right. 
Yeah, no, I think that totally, I think that totally makes sense. And so, I mean, how did you know that you wanted to bring improv to accountants? Like, did you, like, when you sort of set off on this course, you know, what told you, okay, accountants need to, like, you know, get into the people part of this business. And, you know, obviously they have the technical piece down, but they need some help, you know, doing exactly what you just said. How, how did you know that this was the path for you? Uh, I wish I had a great answer for you. I'm just going to go <laughs> instinct. Yeah, uh, do it. I, I, you know, I, I saw, you know, when I walked into the halls of Price Waterhouse for the very first time, I heard this sound as I walked in the door. <laughs> And it seemed like all the air was being sucked out of the room. And I'm, I'm coming out of this gregarious sales type of environment. Yeah. To, my God, you can hear a pin drop. Um, and I, but I, 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 studied, I studied the accountants at, at Pricewaterhouse and how we interacted with our clients and interacted with each other. And, well, I hit case in point. Uh, when I got my one of my raises, it, it wasn't. I, I'm not a five on a one to five as an accountant, but I'm not a, a, a three either. I'm about a four one four two. But my raise was not proportionate to what my performance evaluation was because we all don't. You know, we're not supposed to talk about money, but we do with everybody. So mm-hmm. I went into the. I scheduled a meeting with a tax partner, and I asked him why. And, and this is verbatim what he told me. Pete, when we hired you in from Case Western Reserve, we hired you in at a premium, and we're going to amortize that premium over the next three years. Mm. And I'm sitting there thinking, <laughs> I'm an intangible asset. Mm-hmm. I'm not even tangible. I'm not even being depreciated. I'm being amortized. And, and, and he saw this real kind of confusing look on my face, and he said, if, if you think you can find a job that pays you more, have at it. Wow. Um, now I I I like I said I wasn't the worst employee there and I by far wasn't the best but I I brought value and, and I was working hard but where's the motivation? Right. So three months three months or so later when I threw a Victoria's Secret catalog on his desk and he said what's this I told him my two week notice mm. he got mad mm-hmm. and I reminded him of the conversation he said well, I never thought you'd take me up on it and I looked at him and I said sir. You don't really understand this audience and me. And let me just tell you this. You don't understand that audience out there. Yeah. Um, and two weeks later, I left. So yeah. that kind of, that I think that was the, the real tipping point when I went, I'm, I'm on to something. I just need to figure out how to get it done. Yeah. And so and so with that, we're going to, in our next segment, we're going to talk about improv and um you know, how, how that's a valuable tool for business. So why don't, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to continue talking to Peter Margaritas. Stay tuned. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Advance and evolve. 
Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. You're listening to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Padar. And our guest today is Peter Margaritas, and he is a CPA. He is the accidental accountant. That's the name of his firm. Um, And he teaches CPAs and other business leaders how to apply the seven principles of improv. Um, Yeah. So it's, we're, I'm excited to have you here, Peter, because I think improv is awesome. Um, And, you know, can you talk to us a little bit about how improv is a valuable tool for business? Well, it it is because well, when we think of improv, we I hear you know what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Flying by the seat of your pants, making it making it up, fake it till you make it. Yeah. But I learned I learned early on that's not the case. Um, really, when we improvise, we're relying on our knowledge and experience and adapting it to the landscape. Mm-hmm. And I learned this in this workshop that where the instructor said, "This next week, I want you guys to go out and study everything about the '70s." And then come in and we'll do some stuff around that theme. And those of us who went out and, and, and did the work, we were funny. I mean, we, we, we were riffing off each other like crazy. Those who didn't just fell flat on their face. And that's when I realized improvisation is not making it up. You, you, you have an idea of what you want to do. You have an idea of what you want to say, but the ability to listen and, and then adapt and react to it with our knowledge and experience, that's improvisation. Yeah. I, I heard somewhere that it's the, one of the basics of improv is building on a yes. So basically somebody throws something to you and you want to take it and build something positive with it. Um, is that true? Have you had that experience? Uh, yes. And <laughs> are the, okay. Are the, two, are, are really the two magic words. Yes. And when I, when I talk to audiences about this, I go, it's yes and. It's, it's about agreement, but not always agreeing. It's allowing yeah. yourself to step in somebody's shoes. It's it's pushing a conversation forward in a positive direction. It's not yes, but. 
or no because. Right. Because right. when you say yes, but, or no, because, you're evoking an emotion. You're putting the other person on a defense. You're shutting them down. With yes and, it's, it can be a very exploratory type of conversation. Yeah. So, so it's really like empathy, right? I mean, that's what everyone says business is missing today. But it's really helping to build that empathy or that with the person you're talking with. Correct? Uh, Jody, thank you. Uh, I think you just summed it up better than I was about to say, but yes, it's about empathy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's really interesting. And so uh, before we get into like the principles that you work with um, about, around improv, you know, how do accountants do with improv? Like, are they into this? Like what, I mean, are they like, what's their response when you present, um, you know, improv and, and the principles and, you know, the benefits to them? Uh, Jody, do you remember that conversation we had about a couple years ago at the Sage Conference where I think you had mentioned that it asked me kind of the same question and said, you're probably a little bit ahead of your time because you were even questioning how how are accountants going to embrace this? Right. Um, I I reflect back on that, that, and it's funny because I'm speaking at a conference, uh, CPA, FMA, uh, in June, and I got a call from the one who's organized it and said, Pete, your inner superhero presentation is a lot like our next general session. We're bringing an improv troupe to come in. And, and I'm starting to see this all now all start to bubble up. But what I've been able to do is get them past of the thought of Drew Carey, where everything's made up and the points don't count. I get them past that thought of it's comedy, it's silly. I show them that it's a useful communication tool that helps us connect better. And Mm -hmm. it's all about connecting better. It's all about growing our business. And it's all about exploring areas that we might not have ever thought about. Yeah. And I I mean, I think the, the piece about the dialogue that you just said before about yes and uh, what, what was that? What was that configuration you said? Because I feel like that is a good um, example of how you know that's like a ta- that's like a tangible example of you know how to move into a conversation or how to steal or steer a conversation. Yeah, what I do is it's I, I, I play I play this improv game with them and I tell two people to pair up and have a conversation. Somebody yeah. pitch an idea. The other person in the response they're going to say no because. So we'll mm. do that for about 20 to 30 seconds, and then we'll do the same pitch with yes, but, and mm-hmm. then we'll do another 20 to 30 seconds, and then we'll do yes, and, and I'll get a debrief from everybody. Yeah. And you hear this all the time, no, because I felt shut down, conversation stopped, got defensive, not productive. Yes, but I felt a little bit more lip service, um, but with yes, and, collaborative, positive, came to a solution. That's, yes, and that's the power of it, where it differs itself from no one but. Yeah, I think it's those tangibles that are really helpful for people. I mean, not just CPAs, but like anybody trying to have a conversation with somebody and trying to, you know, move their agenda (laughs) forward, (laughs) you know. Um, So I think that's pretty valuable. So, okay, so let's talk about the principles of improv that you work with. I mean, obviously, you know, we were less than an hour for our show, but so we have to keep it short. But what are the seven uh, principles that you teach? Uh, the foundation being respect, trust, and support. Mm-hmm. The super, the superpower being listening and focus. 
and the, the, the pinnacle is the ability to adapt. All around the concept of yes and. And, and I start, I'll, use, I'll use respect. If you don't have respect for the other person, the conversation is not going to go anywhere. You don't have to like the person, but you have to have respect for the person. Because when you do, we can come to some common ground. And the area that I look at right now that, that, that people do, do not have respect for each other is in our political system, as in Congress. It's mm-hmm. my way or no way. And you said, the, you said the magic word, the agenda. You know, and, and yes, and in improv, we park our agenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we listen, we listen to what people bring to the table. And then maybe that agenda is the right thing. Maybe it's the wrong thing. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Another way they put it in improv is uh, bring a brick, but don't bring the cathedral. Because mm. you've already made the decision. The, I think one of the, the biggest key is respect as well as listening. We are in a listen-to-respond environment versus a listening-to-understand where we park that agenda. We actively mm-hmm. listen to what the person is saying. We're not getting ahead of the conversation. We're, we're, we're being present. We're focused in on what's, what this conversation's about. We're pausing and then pushing the conversation in some type of direction, some type of, well, tell me more about this, or have you thought about that? That's a wonderful idea. Did you think about this? And just having mm-hmm. that dialogue versus when we get too far ahead, or we start interrupting, we're not showing the other person any respect. We're basically telling them that I'm much more important. My idea is much more important than yours. Um, and it's hard to do. It's mm-hmm. very, very hard to do. Uh, I work on it every day. I get a little bit better every day, but there's times I, I fall off the wagon and I just got to put myself back up there. And you believe that these skills can be taught, that it's not just like, because I know a lot of times people think, oh, like some people are just natural at it, right? They, they just get it. And then there are other people who like will never get it. But you believe that all of these skills can definitely be taught and that people can learn and how to do it. It's not like you're just born with being this kind of um, person. Bingo. This can be taught, uh, but it goes to one's attitude. Do they want to make a change? Do they have an open mind? And if they do, they're much more willing to make that change and learn versus, oh, this is then just completely shut it down. Uh, and the other thing I tell people, you know, we, we've all heard this, it takes 21 days to create a habit, which is actually wrong. Uh, the research <laughs> actually shows it's 66 days to create a habit, so we got a lot, oh. a lot more work to do. Um, but... If they keep that visual reminder uh, in front of them, if it's just if it's just the two words yes and on a on a, on a post-it note or or an index card in front mm-hmm. of them at all time, over that sixty-six days they will start seeing that change. They will, and, and once the change happens, it, it's it's almost magical because what have you, you'll see so many things from a body language perspective, changing your people, changing your clients, changing everybody. Um, so that's how I, you know, because, you know, Jody, or anytime we're in front of an audience, it's an event. And I try to turn it into such, something more. So I do offer that a piece of advice. Write it down. Keep it in front of you. Um, I wear, when I speak, I wear French cuff shirts because I have uh, uh, cuff links that say yes and. <laughs> one, of, one of my uh, guy I interviewed for my podcast, who's an engineer, loves the, the concept. And he had a little bracelet made that says, yes, and, and he, he sent me that, and I wear that every day just to make sure that I keep it in front of me, that I, I, I keep that focus on it. 
So this is probably a good time, Peter, for you to tell people about your about your podcast. I, you know, I'm always behind Jody. Jody's book came out, and I think a few months later, my book comes out. Jody, I'm coming up on my one year anniversary of my podcast <laughs> uh, later in June. I, I'm, I'm Jody's setting the trail, and, and I'm just following in her footsteps. Uh, but I started Thank this you. about about a, <laughs> about a year ago, and I, to be honest with you, I, I just wanted to find another venue way of getting this message out. Yeah, and. Radio, you know, my mother told me when I was young I had a face for radio, so I knew I was destined <laughs> to do this at some point in time. Uh, so what's, the, and, and what's the name of your podcast? Improv is No Joke. Okay, it Improv be, is No Joke. It can joke. be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. And okay. I interviewed some really, really cool people like uh, Jody Paydar recently. Okay. On my, <laughs> Actually, on I was my, on it... Uh, well, it was released a few weeks ago, and um, it's really funny. It's actually a really fun show if you listen. It, we laughed the whole time, didn't we, Peter? Yeah, we did. And, and that's uh. what I try. I want, I want people to laugh the, the whole time, or most of the time, when we're having this conversation. And, well, Jody, we, anywhere we go, we, you, if we get together, we're laughing about something. And, and you were having such a blast on uh, what was the we kept saying over and over again about you know CPAs don't get it they need to get it by being a digital CPA. So I yeah. get to interview really cool and, and I get to interview different people. I interview some CPAs, some CEOs, engineers, comedians, um, mm-hmm. and, and I interview comedians on teaching public speaking skills, mm. writing skills. Mm-hmm. So I have a, I have a a, a wide variety of, of of guests on my on my podcast. That's great. Yeah, I it, I haven't listened, but I need to. Obviously, <laughs> for a good you laugh. need to listen to the one that I'm on. I know that's true. Yeah. I, yeah. So okay, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna continue talking to Peter about improv and also about how you bring your inner superhero to work and to your business every single day. So stay tuned. <laughs> America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A. 
Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You are listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. You're listening to Let's Get Radical, and I'm Jody Paydar, and I'm here with Liz Gold. And I'm also here with Peter Margaritas, who is not a margarita, but it just sounds just like the drink, even though I think mm-hmm. I could use one this morning. Uh. Um, <laughs> I'm using my uh, improv and my yes and this morning, which we learned about in the last segment. And uh, But before we get started into my, into my part, um, I need to give quick shout outs to um, Intuit for being an awesome sponsor of our show. And... Uh, I want to ask Peter all about his inner superhero and what does that mean to have an inner superhero or um, to teach how to have an inner superhero? So what does that exactly mean to you, Peter? It's the seven principles of improvisation. That's, that's your superhero. That's because when you can, when you can bring that to work every single day, uh, and as I said, you know, it's respect, trust and support with the superpowers of listening and focus, then we can adapt to anything. And part of that inner superhero is the attitude that we come to work with every day. And it's the attitude of, of I, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to shut people down. I want their ideas. I, I, want, to, I want to generate ideas. And, and then we can filter through to see what ideas work. Uh, it's, much, it's a much more collaborative uh, uh, way of, of, of looking at daily work, going to work, that... I don't know. I actually, how I came up with that is I got asked to do a, a keynote through the Business Learning Institute uh, with the Virginia Society of CPAs. And this idea of the improv and the principles of improv and, and using some examples of, of my personal experience with it became your inner superhero. And yeah, I'll go out and make on a limb. I, I guarantee if you apply the seven principles every single day, you will see your your superhero you will see these superpowers happen uh and the hardest thing is deflecting the negativity because there's a lot of negativity out there but it tends so to do, do you think that right now in the business landscape which you've been aware of now i know you're kind of hyper specialized in the cpa market but do you think five percent ten percent thirty percent of people are practicing their inner superhero in a day-to-day environment or what do you think what do you think the percentage of people going to work and actually using their inner superhero? That's a tough question. Uh, I would say in the larger 
corporate America, Fortune 500 firms depend on what level you are. Uh, I, I, I think they, they, they take your superpowers and superhero away when you, when you walk in the door. Um, I've always I've always said that you know these Fortune 500 companies they want us to think and come up with ideas and be creative, but we hear a lot of yes, but we hear a lot of no because, and they just continue mm-hmm. to shut that down. Uh, now, I, I think that when the smaller organizations with um, much more, I would say. I'm going to say like the Googles, but I don't mean that large of an organization, but that kind of collaborative environment, I, I think they're bringing it in every single day or, or most of the time. It, it goes to what type of culture has the organization created, and does this fit within their culture? Uh, in some organizations, it doesn't fit in the culture, but in others, it does. And I believe even within, I've been working with more and more CPA firms that, they get it. They're seeing that. Um, I've even worked with some some sales teams. I, I did a workshop for a national sales team out in Endicott, Nebraska. Uh, the CEO happened to be a CPA and, and attended one of my sessions and absolutely loved the concept and brought me out to work with the sales team. And lights just went ding, 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 ding once they, once they grabbed the concept. Hmm. Yeah, because I would say, and this is just my own perspective, I have no clue, there's no stats backing it up, but I would say probably, um, you know, 20% of the workforce as a whole is engaged, so 80% isn't, so that means you have a a big job cut out, Peter. That's a lot of people you need to train. I like that. I love the challenge. I love the opportunity, and you know, 73% of all statistics have been made up. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) But, but you know, Jody, you're right because I, I once I got the once I got this concept out of my head and into a book, and started running against a lot of obstacles with it. Um, I, I learned to take the word comedy out of it because it, that takes the conversation in a whole different direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, every. I worked with a group of firms of, uh, last week, and, and there was like seven or eight firms, and they all got it. I mean, we had a day and a half, and at the end, I said, what you guys, what are you going to take away from it? And it was all about improv, and that was the very first segment we did. So it stuck with them throughout the day and the next day. Right, so because I think when you, I mean, just the way you explained it, they're simple enough concepts that even CPAs can understand. And that, <laughs> um, but realistically, I Jody. think as a whole, we just need to be reminded of these things, right? Because like, it's like we go into work and we we forget about how we act in regular relationships. or And then all of a sudden, we wonder why our relationships at work um, aren't as good hopefully, as our relationships out of work. And and so I think just reminding people how to be like a nice, I'll say like a nice kid, right? Because I, I think about like students and how it would the world would be so much better if we taught our kids to act like this as well, right? So um, it's like we, we forget and we just need to be reminded like those basic relationship things that we learned in kindergarten. I had a, a, a attendee in Minnesota come up to me at one of my breaks and said, she goes, I just don't understand people. And I went, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> yeah. And she said, 
she said that at work that uh, somebody left and there was a position open and, and instead of posting it as they normally did, uh, they gave it to this one individual and the office went back crap crazy because they felt that wasn't fair because they didn't post. And mm-hmm. she told her, her team that they had not been interviewing well the past six months except for this person. And they all kind of looked at her strange and like, well, this is the superhero. This is the superpower. They're coming in. They're dragging butt. They're complaining. They're, they're not coming in with that right attitude. They're coming with a no in the butt. And, and this other person had this wonderful attitude about the job and about it that there was no need to interview on a formal interview. They've been doing a great interviewing job over the last six months. And I think we, get, we forget about that, that when we walk into any organization, we walk into work, we're being judged. And the more that you can apply these seven principles, um, it will have a more positive effect on the way people judge you versus if you're coming in with the opposite attitude. So, so here's a question. So, so, you, so I, I hear you and I agree with all of this. Yes, and what happens when you come into work or whatever and you're just having a bad day? Like, How do you get into your superhero mode, like what are some ways you can do that? I go into a phone booth and start drinking because that's always <laughs> my attitude when I'm feeling you know, angry and stuff. Um, I, 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 tell, I, I tell people, I said, you know what? You're not going to change the whole organization. You're not going to mm-hmm. change the whole culture. But if you start with just your department, with your team and let it organically grow from there. And you know what? We, we all have bad days. We all come in. And I, I, I just say, yes, and I'm not going to let this get me down. Yes, and this is going to be a better day. Yes, and we're going to have fun today because I don't really want to go to work when I'm not having any fun and I don't want to work with people who aren't having any fun. Mm-hmm. And most people feel the same way. So if I'm a leader, I need to empower. I need to park the bad day and put something else in its place. I need to get rid of the no because and the yes but. Bring the yes and changes the whole tune. And it's far more empowering on a day-in, day-out basis. So Um, do you have a grading system for, like, after you teach your workshop for the people who um, are, like, participating well with yes and versus the the people who are not participating <laughs> the winners versus the losers right. uh, yeah, yeah. I, I i don't but i can pretty much tell just by the way they're interacting in the class if they're getting it or if they're there just to do the work and collect the right hours or four hours or whatever well um, i'm thinking about it from like implementing it in my own firm right so then like how do so they go through the training and then um, at at six months do you say you're no longer like you don't you don't believe the yes and principle like your yes and out the door or <laughs> or like <laughs> I guess my thought is is like after you go through this and right. your culture starts to shift what happens to the people who aren't yes anding. <laughs> Well, they'll, they'll normally find their way out the door because you're going to see a complete attitude change. And, and, and what I do tell audiences, this whole thing about creating a habit, I, I tell them to, the tools that I use to keep this in front of them, I said, you know, subscribe to my newsletter. Listen to my podcast. I, I've got a library of articles uh, on my website that I, I write an article a, a month. I've got blog postings out there that talks about all aspects of this. Is all, this whole thing of improv is baked into everything that I do to keep it in front of people. Um, I, 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 that's a good idea. I may think about how do I implement 
uh, a yes and grading system or see how the principals have, if they have maintained that walk over a three, six, nine, twelve month period. Um, but the only way that I've been able to find is just providing resources for them to keep this in front of them. And, and, the, and the great thing is it doesn't cost anything, which really gets a CPA's attention. It's free? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 All right. You can so- buy my book. <laughs> <laughs> free is always good. I we always love free. So okay, we're gonna take a quick break, um, and when we come back, we're gonna continue talking to Peter Margaritas um, about improv. So stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit NewVisionCPAGroup.com today for more information. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Padar, and our guest today is Peter Margaritas. Um, he is an author, blogger, speaker, educator, humorist, and podcaster. 
um, and owns the Accidental Accountant, a firm that teaches CPAs and other business leaders how to apply the seven principles of improv. So uh, this has been an awesome conversation, Peter. We've learned a lot. And so, uh, you know, my, I guess I always wonder how people start. You know, like how did you get your first client? How did, how did that happen? Networking. Uh, yeah. that, that was a skill that was a skill that involves all the aspects of principles of improvisation, especially the listening. Uh, I, there was a conference that uh, state CPA uh, continuing education individuals attended every year, and I targeted that conference to go. I, I knew maybe two people there. But I went and introduced myself and told them what I did and if I could be of some help. And some people looked at me like, we don't want comedy. I went, no, no, it's not comedy, but I'll, I'll help you get there. And, and at the time, it was, during, it was during the recession, so I was also teaching a lot of technical accounting stuff. And I met this woman, Pam Devine, with the Business Learning Institute. And we had a nice conversation. And about two months later, I got a tweet from her about, call her, because I guess she lost my, my phone number or whatever, and I contacted her, and there was a technical topic that, that they needed uh, someone to teach and asked me if I could, and, and as an entrepreneur, I said, of course I can, and then I went mm-hmm. to figure out how to do it, mm-hmm. and I, 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 I did a great job for her, so I was doing more of the technical side, but once I got, gained her trust, gained the organization's trust, uh, and as well as the economy began to loosen up a bit, um, I was able to do more of the, uh, of the improv stuff. And, and you know, I, I teach a lot about public speaking. I teach a lot about networking. And, and there's a thread that runs through all of it. It, it, is, it is improvisation. So even in my technical courses, it's, it's when you're implementing something brand new, you need to listen. You need to listen to get the feedback in order to make any adjustments. You need to listen to see what's going on. So Because we probably don't know everything that's there, and there are going to be some hiccups. So the more that we look at a problem as, as not nothing horrible, but we're there to fix problems, we're there to provide solutions, that's all part of improv. We, we all improvise mm-hmm. every, single, every single day. It's just getting people to recognize that. And after built, at one point I was maybe doing 5% of my business wrong improv. Today it's 100, 110% of my business. And it really wow. goes to the fact that I built up a lot of trust um, and, and, and brought in results for the Business Learning Institute as well as some of the stuff that I, I get on my own. So a lot of it's just word of mouth, word, networking. And how long have you been doing this? I've been doing this since full-time since 2010, uh, part-time yeah. since 2000. Uh, but I've been communicating in customer service since I was 12, and I'm, I'm, I'm 13 years old now, so it hasn't been that long. <laughs> No, I'm I'm 56 years old, so I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, 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 and and so you get a lot of your clients from referrals and and word word of mouth, and I'm sure you know yeah. people listen to you and they're like, oh, Peter, we need you. Yeah, and uh, that's great. That's really great. Um, so any any news you want to share with the with the, our audience or anything? How can people get in touch with you if they have a question or burning desire? Uh, my email is peter at petermargaritas.com. The website mm-hmm. is petermargaritas.com. Uh, you can find my podcast on iTunes. I can be found at Twitter at pmargaritas. I have a Facebook uh, business page, The Accidental Accountant. 
Um, and, and I guess, well, I guess the big news is here in about eight minutes, an email is going out to my database as well as we'll be putting announcements out on all of my social media that my first five episodes of my podcast, Improv is No Joke, uh, now qualifies for continuing education credit in the accounting community, which is, I don't think anybody's doing That's it. That's huge. It's kind, yeah. It's kind of cool. Huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> huge. Huge. Yeah. So, so good. I, a lot of. A lot of things going on. Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, I almost called you Lucy, which is my dog, <laughs> Jody. Sorry. Hey, hey, Lucy, got some explaining to do. So, um, so Jody, I mean, anything else we need to talk to Peter about? I mean, I feel like we've covered so much ground about improv. We have, and I can give him a live endorsement because I've um, heard him speak multiple, multiple times. A lot of times we're together speaking at the same events, um, and his... Uh, his classes always take my people away from me. So there you go. Um, but no, he, he, he's awesome. And um, the Business Learning Institute is wonderful as well. Uh, Tom Hood is in charge of that. We had Tom Hood. Like, I think he was one of our very first guests ever. He was like yeah. maybe one of our fourth guests. Yeah. Uh, but no. Once, uh, again, once again, Jody, I'm following in your footsteps because he was one of my <laughs> first guests on my podcast. <laughs> Uh, oh. No, it, it's been great to have Peter on our show. So thank you, Peter, for joining us today. And um, we have to, um, big exciting news again, just to follow up with, we're going to be live on stage and uh, for two full days in like two and a half weeks. So I, I can't believe it, Liz. I really can't. I know. So I know. Exciting. We have a lot of work to do to get ready for it. And it's exciting. You know, we're going to be running live and uh, running our mouths live, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. And the content is gonna be really for CPA, so it really kind of melds well with um, what we talked about today. I know because Peter was talking to CPAs usually, but we're gonna be talking about audit and tax innovations. We're gonna be talking about financial planning innovations. We're gonna have a um, ton of really uh, speak cool speakers who are normally live speakers as well, so they're not. Um, they'll be live with us, but they're um, national speakers as well. So we really have a cool lineup for for that. And um, it's yeah. it's a different vibe when we're together, right, Liz? It is. And when we're in person, is it's totally different. And I, you know, I want to say if you're a business owner listening to this and you have a CPA, which I hope you do, you should say, are you going to engage because you really need to get with the program? So um, engage in June. It's uh, June what twelfth through that week. And, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time. We're looking forward to it. So again, you can always email us at Jody and Liz at let's get radical.org. We're on Facebook, uh, let's get radical and, you know, listen to our show on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave us a review. We love reviews. Um, yeah. Like Peter said, you know, we really value your feedback. And if we there's something we can be doing better, if we need to, you know, you have a guest idea, you have anything, we'd love to hear about it. So um, let us know. And until that time, we've got some really interesting guests coming up. Somebody from the Cannabis Marketing Lab is coming on uh, next week. We also have um, the recovering accountant. We'll be talking to him uh, in the next couple of weeks too. So you're definitely going to want to stay tuned. And uh, I guess that's it. Anything else, Jody? Uh, happy anniversary, Liz. Happy anniversary to you too. And Peter, thank you very much for being here and we will see you next time.
Thanks so much for tuning in to Let's Get Radical. Please join Liz Gold and Jody Paydar again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This week, it's time for you to get radical. Radical.